sir. Welcome back to another episode of the Greatest Singers to Know podcast, the podcast where if you don't know, you don't know. But when you know the greatest singers to know, I'm your host, Deny, don't deny it, Wilson. And I like to think of myself as the host who is passionate about the bigger picture, man. Okay, so it's been, let's get right into it, I guess. It's been about a week and a half um, since we spoke last, start by last weekend, okay? Uh, First and foremost, I want to give a big, big round of applause to my boy TJ and his wife Macy, who got married in St. Louis last weekend. It was uh, just an amazing, amazing wedding. Uh, super fun. Uh, saw a lot of my college friends and, and just had a really, really good time. First time in St. Louis, right? Like, honestly, thought it was going to be worse than it was. Uh, but we, we had a good time, man. Um, got there the day of the wedding, saw a couple of people that I haven't seen in a while, um, got ready. Shuttle from the the uh, reception to the <clears throat> or from the 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 venue to the reception and or whatever you call them, but you know obviously people get married first and then there's the 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 party after right and then uh, the wedding was just a beautiful venue it was like in like this big glass building almost it felt like some kind of like lighthouse where people keep plants but really really uh cool experience um and then like later that night with the, at the party great like it's just vibes are great um live band singing all types of different types of different uh renditions of songs and it was, it was great um left there it's feeling nice at that point right it's a long day for me though <laughs> it was a long day at that point but went to a bar Met a whole bunch of people, cool. Everybody just had a good time. So, yeah, St. Louis was fantastic. And, again, congrats to my boy TJ, Macy. Um, it was good to see everybody. Um, what else has happened since then? Not really much, man. Well, this past weekend obviously happened, right? So uh, this was catching up with a lot of people I haven't seen in a while as well, man. Being back in Chicago, um, I'm able to, you know, really tap in with, with the people that uh, mean the most to me and and – this weekend was was just that. I went to my favorite restaurant, my favorite Chinese restaurant in Chicago, in the Chicago area. Some of you may know it, some of you may not, but Joy Yi's. If you guys ever have an opportunity to just try Chinese food in Chicago, if you're just like, I'm craving Chinese food in Chicago, you want to find a very solid spot, right, like, I can't even tell you that it's not the best because, in my opinion, I think it's the best. Right? <laughs> uh, obviously, like I'm not I'm not Chinese or anything, but like everybody eats Chinese food, right? Um, Joey's there's either one in Evanston um, or there's one in Chinatown, and there's also another one in like University Village by UIC. But the OG one that I used to go to a long time ago was the one in UIC. Evanston become my my more uh, regular one. <clears throat> Uh, well, you go there, make sure you get the short ribs, the Korean short ribs, right? Just fantastic. 
Um, and then they have this this other dish I usually get. I didn't get it this time, but like I always recommend it. It's tomato cubes or beef cubes over tomato rice. Fam. <laughs> Fam. So Korean short ribs, right? And then the beef cubes over tomato rice. That's all you need. All you need. Some water. Maybe on your way out, you get one of those smoothies. I usually do the mango one. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Uh, that was Friday night. Uh, I was to hang out with my, my two good good homies. You guys know them. Rita and Phoebe. You guys always, you guys, they listen to the podcast. They'd be like, oh, my God, you never say our name. You just say that you hung out with us. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but you guys get uh, name drops today. Uh, Rita and Phoebe, we, we did that Friday night. Got some ice cream. The wildest thing ever happened, though. We're leaving the restaurant, and I'm walking out. And this is like, um, again, we're in Evanston, so we're kind of more north, right? And I'm walking out, and it was like, I don't even know if you call it deja vu, because when someone just looks like they did 25 years ago, not even, but maybe 20 years ago, this is the last time I saw this person, okay? I walked out. And there was this lady with this walker. Um, and the image was just like burnt in my brain somehow. And I just went up to her and said, you look so familiar. Where do I know you from? And little did I know that this person, <laughs> their mentals wasn't always, didn't seem like it was in the best place, right? So I'm just like trying to be like, oh my God, I know you from somewhere. And is it from Rogers Elementary, which is a, is the um, the elementary school that I went to before I moved to like the Niles area? But this was like on the north side of Chicago, West Ridge area. Um, so I'm like, "Did you work at Rogers Elementary?" And she's like, she just starts screaming. She's like, "Hey!" Like to like some people across the street or whatever. Hey, I'm like what the hell? <laughs> like I don't know what the hell I just did now. But like she's she's obviously not all the way there. But then she just comes back in and locks in on me and says, yeah, I work there. It's like super calm, too. Yeah. She's like, I work. I still work there. It's been 25 years. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. I think her name was Miss Liddell or whatever. But like it was just crazy because you never know (laughs) what people are going through. And in her case, I don't know if it's like anything like detrimental to her. I don't know if it's anything that she can help. But like she just started spazzing out for a brief, brief moment there. And as soon as she did that, I felt like I, I wanted to, like, get out of the conversation. But then she just looked me in the eye and locked back and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, take down your match. She's like, oh, I remember you. And she's like, how old are you now? I was like, 30. She was like, oh, my son's 30. You probably remember him. And at this point, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to say hi. But uh, I opened the door for her. She walked in. And uh, I went out my way. But it was a very intense and, and weird situation. Um, so that was Friday night. Saturday was cut. Uh, I went went over to my brother's. Um, saw my little niece. Oh my god, what a cute baby, right? Like I don't know if you guys saw me posting her on my my Instagram, but what a cute baby! Like just smiling from ear to ear. Apparently, it's only for me, right? Her mom Stephanie told me said, "Nah, nah, deny. She doesn't smile for this. She doesn't smile for anyone." <laughs> and I show up, and she's giving me big smiles. Like super, her hearing's like top tier, right? She'll turn her head around, looking around. 
She's one of those pandemic babies. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but the pandemic babies, they're they're a little um <laughs> they're a little bit more advanced, right? Like <laughs> she's five and a half months, but she she's she's in like she's very impressive and and just so cute, right? So I saw my my niece and we were just hanging out there. And at this point, like I had a long work week, went out to dinner the night before, there with um DeMarco, Rosalind and, and Stephanie. And I'm just like, damn, I'm tired. Didn't really, didn't, couldn't get a nap in because then my aunt showed up and she's doing like nursery rhymes with the baby. Um, but tired at that point. But um, again, Rita and Phoebe, they're like, hey, we're going out to dinner. I think someone canceled or whatever. So we have another opening for our reservation. And I was like, all right, let's go. Let's go. So we ended up going to. Some place in the House of Blues because it was like Halloween weekend and everything. Went into House of Blues and there was like this upstairs. We got into the elevator. And it was just like this weird bar up there, um, kind of underwhelming. But just had some drinks there and then we we left there. Took a little walk. It's about a mile, mile and a half towards the Gold Coast area, um, and went to this restaurant. I'm trying to find the name. I think it's. Okay, I got it. So it's Adelina, A-D-A-L-I-N-A. And let me tell you guys, I had eaten earlier in the day and kind of was just like, you know what, I'll tag along. I'm not sure if I really wanted to to eat. Um, but I decided to. And this might be <laughs> the best Italian food I've ever had in my life. <laughs> like, the meal was just so great. It was between four of us and... And we split it, and it was just it was just so good. Like it was, we had like octopus, we had this cra- like oh my god, you guys got to go visit it. It's a little pricey, but like man, that was that was good. Uh, the wine was fantastic. Our service was good. It's a little loud in there, but it's a new restaurant, and, and a lot of people looks like uh, they were waiting to try it. So um, really, really uh, good experience overall. Like if I left if I left a Yelp review, it would probably be two pages long of of just really good stuff to say. But um, that was solid. And then night ended there. Sunday comes around. Oh no, actually Saturday it still goes. So also I want to congratulate my boy Dorian and his his uh, his girlfriend um, Liana. On a on a happy happy I guess healthy baby on the way. So far so good. They they had a baby shower on the night of or the night before Halloween. So I wasn't invited by the way. I don't know if I, he, I don't think he listens to this, but I wasn't invited. Um, apparently he didn't think that I was in Chicago and I didn't get the invite. So I find out through everybody else, and I ended up showing up later because I was at dinner and doing all that stuff. So I ended up showing later. This dude, <laughs> I haven't been to his house in a while, right? But um, he built like this crazy garage. <laughs> like it, the, basically, his garage is bigger than his house at this point, right? Like it's it's nuts. It's got two floors, crazy. But nonetheless, uh, went by there. It was super late, um, but the party was pretty much over. But you know, Mexicans they don't party until everybody falls asleep, right? That's when they're done. There's no time. Okay. And, uh, you know, he was super proud of this garage and, and like, had this whole theme set up. It was great, 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 great stuff. But next morning, I was feeling it a little bit, right? You know, we went out to breakfast, just watched football, 
caught up and then back at it, right? And Monday came and Tuesday is today. Uh, work week's going all right, kind of flying by a little bit. But nonetheless, it has been um, about a week since I spoke to you guys. And, you know, I just kind of want to come here and tap in because, again, sometimes I feel I'll, like, fall into this, like, trap of, like, oh, you know what, I'll wait another week. I'll wait another week. But I feel good that I'm I'm back in front of the mic and, and uh, connecting with you guys. So let me see what we want to talk about first and – I'll get back right with you guys. Okay, know it alls. How many of you guys are feeling bad for Will Smith right now? <laughs> because like the first couple times Jada let some things off, like you know she's praising Tupac, um, you know she's got the red table talk and kind of really giving us as people on the outside um, information that between two people. That have been married for so long, and I understand they're in, they're celebrities, but married so long, information that like we just don't really doesn't it makes it makes Will look bad, plain and simple, right? So I'm feeling bad for Will Smith because most recently Jada Pinkett says that um, it's hard having a sex life with Will Smith. It's like <laughs> why? Like who needs to know that? Like what is it like? And and I pretty much and that's pretty much where she stopped. She didn't. She wasn't like oh because we're like really busy or whatnot. This that, or the third. It was just like information that the internet's gonna you know cherry pick and then put it on there and blast this man or blast both of them because now you know Will Will Smith has his defenders right and but he's also just minding his business right. So so she goes she goes and says something along those lines and let me see if I can find the clip real quick. Hold up. Okay, I'm not going to play the whole thing here, but I'm going to play a little part of it, and it's just going to come full circle because I tend to agree uh, with the the latter of this. Okay, so this is uh, Jada Pinkett on the Red Table Talk. She's talking to Gwyneth Paltrow and Jada Pinkett's mom, who's a co-host on the show, I believe. So let's hear this out for a second. Like someone doesn't read your mind, and we feel crushed. Crushed. Like and they're talking so about like why do we? Where do we get? They're coming out from? to Will, and he doesn't know like that at all. I guess, or maybe I've just grown out of it. I think it's like probably... you got to tell me what you what you need. <laughs> like I can't read your mind, right? Because right. I've grown out of it too. Okay, so that again, Jada's basically saying that Will and Gwyneth Paltrow are saying that Will and their significant others should be able to read their mind, and when they don't, they feel crushed, right? And Jada's mom is hitting them back like, hey, I don't really feel that way because, like, we're adults here. If you feel the way, um, and I don't feel the way, let me know that's the way you feel because I'm not just going to always understand what you feel. Does that make sense? I, mean, I think that that's the more, uh, I guess, logical way. And she's saying but because she's older, Jada's mom is saying that because she's older, I'm just like, I don't know if that's, I mean, they're old too. They're, I mean, Jada's in her 40s, right? Like, let me tell you the problem I have with this. Um, not even so much the topic, but the show, right? They seem to be forcing a lot of conversations. So when she comes out on the show and she starts to, starts to say things that are detrimental to, I guess, her marriage and her image and Will's image, it's like she's trying to, 
find a place to make whatever they're talking about true in her life. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, that's my overall problem with the show. And again, Will is just, he's not doing this type of stuff. Like, hes he's been on that show before, and everybody knows the meme of him just, like, having this look like, this, like, why are we talking about this, right? And, like, almost eyes are almost watery, red and watery. So it's, like, the problem with the show, and then Facebook picked it up and all that stuff. So, like, it's not going anywhere. But it just feels forced. And when things are being forced, you almost feel like you need to say something a little crazy. Or you can see it even in her face. Like, she's saying things, and she's looking like, Ah man, I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have said that. And I know how this is going to look. Maybe aware of it, but still said it, right? And who who knows what type of uh, creative control she has, but poor Will, man. Poor Will. Poor Will is just trying to enjoy his life and everybody kind of I, I think everybody knows that Will and Jada are they get around in Hollywood, right? Like I'll share a story. Okay. <laughs> All right, so when I was young, I was like 7th or 8th grade. I can't remember which grade I was when I moved to California briefly, briefly, right? And in the area that we went to school, it's a public school, um, but it's like, this is, you know, L.A., so, like, people live all over. And I remember I had become friends with these two dudes, and we're just playing basketball or whatever. We go to class, and... um. No, actually, let me start over. So a person that I knew in L.A., I'll say he's a family friend. He used to own a club in L.A., right? And he says that this is just unsolicited. And this is an old-school Jamaican man, too. So, like, he's like, uh, you know, there's no reason for him to say this, but, like, there's also no room. There's no reason for him to make it up. So he says... uh he used to own this club and he used to see Jada and, and Will come through there and they would, they, they swing, right? They're, they mess with other couples and they mess with other people, right? And it's open, like, right? It's open. So he would see this for his, his own, in his own two eyes. And the next day I went to school and I saw these two, two of my friends and said, hey, because this is Will Smith, right? Everybody knows who Will Smith is. And I was like, hey, did you know that Will Smith is a little, uh, <laughs> right? And he's like, hey, bro, no, don't say that, man. That's a, so I was talking to Mark, right? And he said, hey, that's, that's, that's David's uh, godfather. That's like his godfather. Like, don't say that. Like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I'm just a kid gossiping about something I don't even really totally understand. But it just happens to be this third person's. Will Smith happens to be this third person's godfather, right? So, like, ever since I heard that, ever since I heard that from from my my old school Jamaican uncle, um, I always looked at them a little funny, right? It's like, what are you guys not talking about? And that's why it's so detrimental to, like, Will. It's like, look at all the stuff that we don't talk about, and you want to come here and talk about the things that you shouldn't. <laughs> so uh, nonetheless I just thought it was interesting That uh, Will is, is suffering And um, has to be silent Somewhat silent about all this Because like it's just going to get worse What is up with Lil Nas X and Boozy Lil Boosie 
right? They have like this thing where the, it's obviously internet fueled, right? And and Boosie lost his Instagram, so he's pretty much on Twitter, I think. Believe these, I believe these days, and um, Lil Nas X is like the biggest troll on the internet, right? For the longest time, I didn't think that he was he was actually part of the LGBT community. I had this theory, and it came from somewhat of a real place, right? I had this theory that this was all made up in Hollywood. This was all in Hollywood, a Hollywood act. Not that there's anything wrong with him being of the LGBT community, but I... Okay, so I used to drive Uber in LA, right? And one day I'm on my way home and I get one more ride. It's right there. I could pick the person up in two, two minutes and I'll be back home in 20, right? So one day I I pull up to this building. It's like this big, like it's almost like a warehouse. Not even, it's not that big, but it's like, it's got these huge doors and it's got no windows. It's got these huge doors no windows it's a white building and this white dude comes out and he sits in the back and he's like hey we're waiting on one more um and then a couple minutes later the next person comes out and i don't see who this is they just sit behind me right and this person's tall so i had to move my seat up and i'm tall too so i had to move my seat up a little bit so that they could fit but he's on the phone and he's talking loud it's like he's just talking loud like and I'm like, why is this guy talking so loud? And I don't really, I still don't see behind me. It's dark. Um, I can't really see who who or what or who the person is. I can't even, like, make eye contact with him to be like, yo, keep it down, dude. It's like other people in the car. Like, <laughs> like, like there's a certain etiquette you have to have. But nonetheless, um, I'm, like, eavesdropping on this conversation because, again, he's super loud. And the two things that I remember from the conversation was – yeah, like, yeah, they really like the song, like Miley and um, and what's uh, Billy. Those are the two names that I heard. Right, I'm like, okay, didn't really think anything too of it, think too much of it. But when he was on the phone, he started to be like, oh yeah, the video shot, or like we're getting ready to shoot the video, this, that, and the third. And he's loud. Don't forget this. Like, I'm sitting here like, what? Hold on. Old Town Road, that's another thing I heard. Old Old Town Road, okay. So I look over my right shoulder and I say to the white dude, yo, is that little Nas X <laughs> sitting behind me? And the guy's like, yeah. And this guy's like his handler in LA, maybe like a, a manager or whatever, right? I can, yeah, he's like, he's his, he's his A&R. That's what he told me he was. So little Nas X is on the phone, still can't hear me asking this guy. Because he's still got his headphones on. He's talking super loud. Um, but he's he's basically saying that. Like the. The remix to Old Town Road. Which was initially done by. Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, is. Now. They're now setting up a video for it. Right. So. I'm like. What the. Like what are the chances. Right. And this is early on. This is not the Lil Nas X that we know now. That's just like all over the internet. Trolling people. But like. I know him from the internet, right? The song is huge. It's like, you know, it's country and and um, and rap, per se. Um, last time we saw that is what? What? Nelly and Tim McGraw? 
But it's a big deal, right? It takes the internet like over it. Where did this happen? In like 2018, somewhere around there. So, um, so we finally get down to like the West Hollywood area, and I drop the the white dude off first. Cool dude. He just said peace. He's like to Lil Nas X. Yeah, just call me tomorrow or whatever, something like that. So at this point, my Lil Nas's drop off point is like five minutes, and I'm like, this is my time to like, like talk to him. Like, what the, like, yo, how did this happen? And he was like, man, listen, honestly, I was just chilling, messing around one day. And I made the song, and Miley, um, <laughs> Miley liked the song, and then she played it to her dad, and her dad said that he wanted to do the remix, right? And I'm sitting there like. It's believable Right Like it's believable But there's got to be more to this And that's where my theory comes into To being like ah, I don't think he's he's Because he didn't give me uh, I don't have like a gator or anything like that But I just didn't think that he was Of that community Like he's a tall Athletic Like Fairly good looking dude Like is that is that weird to say? No, he's a good-looking dude. Like, but like at this point, I did not think that he was of of the LGBT community, right? And um, he was cool. He was super humble. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, man, you can have a picture." So he was not like weird by any means. Like in the, a lot of times in Hollywood, you get like super weirdos, right? They're just like strange. But he was just super cool. Like really excited to be where he was at, um, but still like. Shy. It was weird. It was super weird. But nonetheless, that was my interaction with him. And again, he didn't come off as this boisterous, flamboyant person that's getting um that's juking on the devil in like some of his videos that came out, you know, two years later. But um I say I say all that to say like I feel like that was my theory behind like with all the like the very provocative stuff like I don't believe that that like he was now I think it's too far gone man I think he just signed up for it but now it's like <laughs> it's way too gone right but back then it wasn't and he's become this person that is kind of like the probably the biggest gay star right now right like on the internet at least and him and Boosie have like this feud of like Boosie first said something I think it was about like one of his videos where he was humping uh a, the devil some sort something like that right and Lil Nas X said yo basically it's not my job to protect your kids right and <laughs> so more recently and this is why I bring up this whole topic is is Lil Nas X goes online And obviously Bootsy's like this gangster rapper um, Did jail time Like tough guy per se But he, you know these guys have internet personalities And Lil Nas X goes online And says Yo I got a song with Boozy dropping <laughs> Like trolling Trolling him Like I will tell you he's the biggest internet troll out there for sure Right all the other stuff I don't really rock with but like I don't Really care for I don't really, It's none of my business But He will troll somebody So 
of course, Boozy is out there like just minding his business or really not because I think that's why Lil Nas X said that. But, you know, he goes online and says, yo, stop playing with gangsters, blah, 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 this, that, and the third, and drops the, uh, you know, he, the word that you can't say nowadays. Like, you just can't say it. Um, but going, like, hard. And they just had, like, this this back and forth recently, more recently, in, like, the last year, where it's like they can't get enough of each other. <laughs> uh, Lil Nas X is on the Breakfast Club. Boozy's on the Breakfast Club. And... They're really playing with fire, or Boozy is, right? So um, it's just interesting to to see how that is like they're keeping each other's fire lit, per se. And I think I just more wanted to share that that story about Lil Nas X. But, yeah, my theory was that he's not, he wasn't, because right now I think he's he's too far gone. Because Hollywood will ask you to do some things in order for some fame. And I think that a lot of people fall victim to that. Right. And I think that he could feel however he wants and everything, but I just don't think he was this, this character that he's uh, portraying right now. All right. So last and final things I have for you guys for the know-it-alls is that the bulls are six and one. Right. Initially, before the season started, I didn't I didn't think that they would be in the. In the top five in the East, I just didn't think it was possible. Right. And obviously, it's still early in the year, but they're playing really good basketball. Their defense is all over the place. They're flying They're They're getting steals. Caruso, um, DeRozan, Lonzo, Zach Levine, they're up and down the court. They're playing. They're playing fast. Um very impressive. I saw the game last night. They played the Celtics. I think they were down, what, 37? No, they they were down 19 and had like a 37-point swing or something like that on the lines, along those lines to, to come back and win. Um, re- really impressive. And it feels like, you know, Chicago basketball might be back a little bit, man. I know it's early, but DeRozan was at, like, he had 37, I should say. Right? And... Looked like they were out of that game. I think it was like nine minutes left or something like that. And and they really just showed up. And I think they're really well coached. Um, they obviously have the star power in Zach. Um, they have guys that seem to know how to play their role. They have a point guard that's actually good, underrated, in my opinion, with Lonzo Ball. Um, but, yeah, I'm really, really, really impressed with the Bulls so far. They were down 19. That's what it is. I'm just looking it up now. 19 points. DeRozan dropped 37. And with 224 left in the third is when they were down 19. And then, then they ended up winning 128 to 114. So that tells me right there is that they have the offensive firepower. But more importantly, they can play some defense when they need to. Right? I don't think they're the biggest team in the league, whatever. But they got size. They got Vucevic. Um, they got, um, I think his name's Troy, Troy Williams or Troy Daniels, one of those. But they're they're just flying all over the place, and it seems like they they're enjoying themselves. So I'm excited. I can't wait to see more of of the Bulls play this year because I told you guys I'm a fan again, right? I'm, I'm I'm a fan of Chicago basketball again because they look like they're trending in the right direction. It's early, obviously, right? But you know they still have to go through teams like Brooklyn and and Milwaukee and the Hawks, right? at least when it comes to playoff time. But um, 
the way that they're looking right now, they look like they can. They beat a good Jazz team the other day. Um, they look like they can. They can, you know, make some noise in the playoffs, and hopefully that takes them takes them at least out of the the first round. But nonetheless, I'm again excited um, to to be a Bulls fan again, and and maybe we'll have uh, we'll have uh, Coach Surge make, maybe come back and talk some basketball now that his season's approaching, and and um, just kind of chop it up, but. Yeah, I need a guest. I need a guest soon. If you are listening to this and you want to hop on the the Greatest Thing Is to Know podcast, please let me know. Um, we can do this in person. We can do it. Um, we can do it virtually. We can do it over the phone. It's up to you, man. Let me just tap in. Tap in with me. Um, just know that I'm always here with y'all, man. Know it all. You guys know you guys are um, my venting, venting group. So I love to come here and chop it up. So. I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.